The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. At 3.39 here on the 6.30 Jet Afternoon News. You've been uh, hearing uh, this on our news broadcast all day and uh, yesterday about the 12-year-old St. Albert uh, young man uh, with autism and mobility issues who was robbed of one of his favorite summer activities, his specialty trike, stolen from the front of his house. We're joined on the phone now by Andrea Chenek, uh, Caleb's mom. Hi, Andrea. Hello. I'm, uh, thanks for taking the time to talk with us. I'm sorry for what's uh, happened to you. Now, I know uh, perhaps you could first tell us what's what happened, and then uh, we can talk about what's happened since. Okay. Um, last week on Tuesday, we went outside to take the dogs for a walk, and Caleb doesn't really like walking. He'd much prefer to ride his bike. So I kind of looked around and said, well, where's your bike? Hmm. Um, and it was it was nowhere to be seen. So it's like, okay. So uh, I made a report to the police about it being missing. Um, just because it was such a, a unique looking bike, I figured, you know, somebody will have had to seen it and that, you know, we could possibly get it back. And but, what makes it unique? Uh, tell us about this tricycle. Um, it's, it's got three wheels. It's it's like a recumbent bike. Um, it's got the pedals on the front wheel, and it's got these handlebars that you push to um, turn the bike hmm. and steer the bike. And it's 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 very low to the ground. Um, Caleb's got a gross motor delay, so he has a hard time with the balancing. So with this bike, he doesn't have to worry about balancing. Okay. And obviously not the kind of bike you just head to Walmart or Canadian Tire to replace. No. <laughs> not at all. Um, the only place that I found when I first started looking was on Amazon. And, of course, we bought it for him two years ago. So we had ordered it from Amazon back then. So, Andrea, how does this impact Caleb in the sense of him being active outdoors? You said he doesn't enjoy walking that much. He prefers to, to get in this uh, tricycle of his. Does it make it tough for him to, to get outside and, and enjoy the weather and that sort of thing? It does. Um, like I said, he, he's not much for the outdoors, but with his bike, you could always get him to go for, you know, like at least a 15-minute bike ride a day. But like I said, without it... Know, like he's not much wanting to go outside plus um we do a lot of camping and we take camping with us and he boots around the campground yeah. a lot as well so i know a lot of people want to help you and i know even just us introducing the topic at two o'clock and we started getting texts saying how can we help i know a local radio station uh stepped up to help you as well uh is the problem the cost of replacing the bike or is the problem the fact that it's hard to replace this bike it's it's more the fact that it's hard to replace like uh, we uh, when it first was stolen um we went to amazon to look you know to get a new one we we're like okay you know it's gone we need to buy a new one um and you know most of the models are like oh we deliver one to five weeks deliver mm -hmm. three to five months out of stock and it's like oh okay yeah so i don't know how to solve your problem i guess beyond 
locating Caleb's actual bike. That would be the best solution to this. Yeah. So I'm assuming that you don't want to, you know, what whatever individual or individuals has this bike, you're not interested in pressing charges or anything like that. You just want the bike back. Correct. I don't know how to do that for you. I, I want to be able to do that for you. I'm not, I mean, the best we can do is put the word out. Uh, is there a picture of it somewhere where people can see it? Um, yeah, there should be one floating around somewhere. Um, <laughs> I know um, Global did a, uh, a broadcast yesterday, and they on the get they had there was a, there was a picture of Caleb on his bike when he first saw it. Yeah, we have that on our website too, and I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, the PSA is out there to look for this specialized vehicle, and if somebody does happen to see it and they may be uncomfortable calling the police, are they able to get in touch with you a certain way? You don't need to throw out your phone number or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, or they can get but, in touch with us. We're, I yeah. mean, I'm happy to pass the information on as well yeah, if somebody they can, knows anything about this, or Crime Stoppers, of course, but the most yeah. direct and fastest way, I'm sure would be to simply bring the bike back or call us and we'll put you in touch with whoever calls. I mean, we have a, a ton of listeners. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how does that make you, you know, do you mind me asking, like, just what are your thoughts? I mean, how does that make you feel? I, I don't know what neighborhood you live in. I don't know if it's a cul-de-sac or a street or it's an apartment building or, I mean, does it have you kind of looking at your neighbors? Uh, no, not really. We live, you know, like, uh, we live... um in a, in a quite family-orientated neighborhood, you know, so it's like we know quite a few few people, and you know, like we know each other. You know, like when we first discovered it, it gone, uh, you know, a bunch of the neighborhood kids hopped on their bike, and you know, they were went looking around the crescent and looking at the nearby park for it. You know, mm. like w- the neighborhood's pretty good, and that's, like I said, yeah, that's nice to hear. We've been, you know, like we've been leaving it out for you know, two years, you know, since he's got it, it's just that much easier for him to hop down the front yep. steps and jump on it and go instead of, you know, like taking it through the backyard yes. out of the garage and whatnot. So. No, nope, totally get it. Totally get it. I, I think my suggestion to our listeners right now would be that look in your garage. I mean, <laughs> it, it's somewhere, right? Yeah, it is. It is. It's somewhere in, you know, like... You know, maybe I, somebody I, will say they borrowed it. Uh, you know, maybe it's in the garage. Maybe it's in a backyard. Maybe it's in your back lane. Uh, do you mind saying in general terms what neighborhood you live in? Uh, Lacombe Park. Lacombe Park. So yeah. for our listeners in that area, uh, and again, you know, because it doesn't necessarily have to be your kid that took it or, you know, it could be somebody who took it, took it for a ro- ride and then stashed it somewhere, right? So uh, if yeah. everyone would just be vigilant and take a look and then... Um, you know, as I say, they can call 630-CHED. We'll put you in contact with them. But I would love to see this bike returned. And I know, what do you want me to do with the people who are asking how they can help? That, I'm at a loss. Like, I, I'm overwhelmed with the amount of people that have been wanting to help with this. You know, like, my initial post for this was just, you know, in hopes to get it back right mm-hmm. like i wasn't expecting you know all these people to come forward oh i'd like to help i'd like to help i'd like to help it's just like my, it's my crazy you know i say it's crazy to me it's not crazy i i see it all the time in this job i see it constantly i mean we just last week asked listeners to help us send a team to 
Las Vegas, a basketball team of uh, you know, mostly uh, underprivileged kids, and we raised $12,000 in two hours, right? So that part of it's not crazy. The, the trouble with this story is money's not the issue. The bike is the issue. Yeah. And, and I mean, I guess aside from that, trying to find somebody else who could sell you the bike and get it to you in a timely fashion, but every day that goes by is a day that Caleb's not out riding around in the sunshine on his bike. Right. And I know, I know exactly what you're going through. As a parent, I'd be just, because you want to solve all problems, right? And you can't solve this one. Right, exactly. Yeah, I get you. All right, well, I tell you what, I mean, your story's out there. Everybody's talking about it. As I say, I know lots of people want to help you. Uh, most people's thoughts turn immediately to some kind of fundraising effort. But really what people need to do is uh, take a look at the picture on our site, you say, Brad? Yeah, we have it up on our site. It's on the global website. You can take a look at uh, the color of the bike, the model, what it looks like. And hopefully... I know it's got a flag, but that might not still be there. So yeah. in general terms, just take a look at the bike. And then take a look in your backyard, your garage. Um, your back alley, take a look in your yard. It's somewhere. And my guess would be, honestly, Andrea, that it's not far from your house. No, I don't think it is. Okay. Well, you know, I really hope this comes together. We want to stay in touch with you. Uh, if I think of something else, uh, you know, we'll contact you or I'll put it in, uh, into gear here on the air. But uh, best of luck with that. Uh, and best of luck. You know, say hello to Caleb for me and hopefully we can get that bike back for you. Thank you very much. All right. Well, thank you for taking the time. I know it's a difficult time right now. Thank you very much, Andrea. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. That's a tough one. Well, like I said it at the top of the show at 2 o'clock. Whoever has this thing, or if somebody knows who has this bike, yeah, just drop it off at their house. Has it, knows uh, who has it, or just take a look for it. I mean, like I say... Somebody probably took it for a bit of a kitty joy ride and then just left it somewhere because you can't get that far on a tricycle, right? Right. I mean, somebody, I suppose, could have put it in the back of a truck and driven away, but anybody who puts that kind of effort into a theft is probably taking something more than a tricycle. Right. So my guess would be it's within six blocks of that house. Yeah. So the neighborhood was... Lacombe Park in St. Albert. Right. Go find the bike. Bring this back so Caleb can get outside and uh, just make. Let's do what we always do: the power of radio, and then exactly. the power of the people listening. Let's just make this family happy for the rest of the summer. Some of our listeners uh, making some suggestions as to where uh, the bike could potentially be. Uh, mall um, garbage, you know, back in behind stores. Um, possibly bottom of a river, uh, along a river bank. It's true. I mean, if everybody just keeps their eye out, and hopefully it's recovered in great shape and, and returned to, uh, to Caleb, and he can enjoy his summer. Yeah, that's the hope. And like I said just before going to break, let's just let this kid have a good summer. I mean, it sounds like his summer has been severely impacted. Mm-hmm. by the. F- he doesn't like going outside. He has a tough time enjoying walking, so he takes his bike, and like his mother Andrea said, this bike allows him to get outside, go out with the family and other kids in the neighborhood for even if it's 15 or 20 minutes, it just it makes him happy. Mm-hmm. And he was quoted in the article by Global, despite his, his gross you know, motor uh, deficiencies, he said, I was shocked. Yeah. For a 12-year-old that doesn't add everything up as quickly as everyone else does, for him to understand that what kind of person would steal this mm-hmm. bike from the front of my house mm-hmm. to shock him that that says a lot 
Yeah. And for him to, to voice that, if you hear that from a 12-year-old that just wants this bike back... For sure. How do you not return it? And why did you even steal it in the first place? Or, you know, I mean, you could even give us a call and tell us where it is. Hey, you could. We'll all, you know, one of us will go pick it up. Oh, I've, oh if we got a call like that, I'd be... I'd leave. You know, I'd turn the mic off right now and be in my car. Aren't you leaving in a couple of minutes anyway? Don't try to dumb down what I would do. <laughs> no, no, here. no. Fair. No, sorry. <laughs> but you know what? You know what I mean. Like yeah, yeah. whether it was if I was leaving in five minutes or not, depending if that call came in tonight mm-hmm. and somebody said, "Brad, they found the bike. We don't know how to get in, t- in contact." It's just one of those things that it just hurts to hear and yeah. to read about. And his mo- her his mother kept it together really well, but you can tell that. This really hurts her, and it hurts the family. And living in the community she lives in, the kids in the neighborhood immediately started biking around to try and find it. At 12 years old, to have that sense of of, of care for one of your your friends or even just a kid in the neighborhood, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's pretty incredible. You know, this is a whole other topic, but I, you know, over the years, things have changed in terms of um, those uh, individuals, uh, particularly children with disabilities, uh, being brought in to take classes with uh, kids who do not have disabilities, that kind of thing. And as an old guy, you know, when I, I first started seeing that in my kid's school, um, I questioned it, honestly. Like, oh, is my kid going to get as much attention as they should get if the teacher has to be, you know, whatever? And then you go to graduation and you see the love and support that those kids get from all the kids and you think, you know what, that has got to be... And that's why it doesn't surprise me that kids in St. Albert got on their bikes and biked around looking for this. Because, you know, sometimes to old people like me, it doesn't make sense. But then, you know, when it's put right in front of you and you see it and you go, yeah, you know what, that's good for everybody. You know, they should feel completely inclusive and there should be empathy on the part of those who are fortunate enough not to have a disability and to bring the two groups together totally makes sense. Absolutely. And I can see in a, you know, in a neighborhood like she's talking about out in St. Albert where, yeah, I don't doubt for a second the kids got on the bike and I bet you they, you know, probably were at it for quite some time. Oh yeah. They were going as far as their parents would let them go. Yeah. You know, just don't go past this point type of thing, which at that age is still in effect, but yeah. you know that they, they must've covered a close to a double digit radius up and down seeing where this thing could be. And all hoping to be a a hero and find it, right? So that's what we're searching for now on 630 Chad with our listeners is we need a hero. So we need somebody in that neighborhood to find that bike. That's what we need. And then get hold of the parent if you know them. If not, get hold of us. Um, If you know where it is, just tell us and we'll go get it, whatever it takes. But we need somebody to step up, right? And with all the listeners that we have, I'm sure somebody will. So listen, I keep saying before you go, and thank you so much for filling in at last. What time did Jay leave? Uh, Sad that one, I wasn't here yet, really. One, maybe ten after one. <laughs> it, it was pretty close. Yeah. And she kind of, and I, I felt so bad because Jalen is so caring and, and compassionate. And she, do you mind, Brad? Like, like I, <laughs> and, and, and I look at her and I'm just like, go home. I mean, it doesn't, it, right. if it works for me or not, some, we're going to make something happen. Well, and you were still coming in. Yeah. So it's in just theory, yeah. Uh, she texted me and it started the tag. It was a long text, uh, but it started with "Hey friend," and I thought, ah, what? Something has happened. <laughs> yeah, she only calls me friend. It's always Andrew, unless there's something. So yeah. "Hey friend," I was like, oh, what's this going to cost? It's me? like when you're, uh, or at least the case of my parents, when they use my full name. Oh, that's, that's when the you, worst. You're in serious 
trouble. <laughs> you, you get a Brad, it's like, okay, I got to go do the dishes. Do or they, do I, they go full out Bradley? It's not my full name. Oh. Interesting fact. Hmm. It is just Brad. Getting to know Brad, a segment Getting. here on the 6.30 Chat Afternoon News. But when they would drop the first two middle names and the last name, wow, that was game over. If you just get a Brad from your mom, it's like I said, go mow the lawn, yeah. do the dishes. or You have what? two middle names, eh? I do. I only have the one. We were poor. <laughs> Does that impact? <laughs> yeah, oh, no, we couldn't afford a second name. Uh, we'll take a break. Uh, thanks again for uh, filling in, Brad. I really appreciate oh, it. Absolutely. I know you did, uh, you did the produ- production of this show and then filled in as the co-host. I really appreciate that. So you go home. Uh, we'll take a break for news and so forth. And then this third hour of the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.